Hello and welcome to Tour of Truth with Krista and Company. And our company today is Mary Cochran, Teresa Gardner, and Tara Quinn. We are really delighted to be meeting this afternoon with Tara. Tara runs the Help Pregnancy Center in Monroe, North Carolina, which is right outside of Charlotte. We are living in a, a really tumultuous time when it comes to the sanctity of life. There's so much going on politically, but I would be curious as to your thoughts on where we are as the body of of Christ with this issue. I've been serving in this capacity and founded this center in 91. And my call initially has always been to the house of God. The word says, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. And so I just have a strong passion for helping women understand God's word and for them to know who they are in the Lord and that he really does have a plan for them. But I also say the opposite of that is that Satan has a plan for women's lives too. And he likes to see them destroyed. And we hear this word abortion, and it's such a divisional word among people. Oh, you're one of those. I'm really a person that's about life. And when we look in the Word of God, it's all about life. And I just know God's Word always has answers. My heart is that the body of Christ would be who she's supposed to be, that she would rise up and we would protect this gift called life. As women, we were created to give life. And this word abortion takes life. And it not only takes a child's life, but it will take a woman's life. In a pregnancy care center, we get to put hope back into a hopeless situation. We get to put God back into these pictures and let them know that God has a plan for them, but he has a plan for that child's life. And that these children are really our future. I see so many women, I've done this long enough now, that I will see women that made this choice when they were young, and they go on to never have any more children. It was the only pregnancy they were going to carry to term. And they're lonely, and they're sad, and they're still broken from a decision that felt easy at the time, but just not understanding the long-term consequences. You know, I love what you said about God having a plan for that child, because we do see that in Scripture. In Jeremiah chapter 1, verses 4 and 5, it says, The Lord gave me this message. I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you as my prophet to the nations. And Paul says something similar in the New Testament. He makes the comment that God had chosen him even before he was born. When Mary came to visit her cousin Elizabeth, when she walked in and gave a greeting, it says that the baby in Elizabeth's womb leapt within her at the sound of Mary's greeting. We see time and time again in scripture that life does not begin at birth, but at conception, and that God does have a plan for each individual life, even before they're born, that he knits us together in our mother's womb, and he has a plan for each and every person. There's a very well-known quote, the only thing that is required for evil to persist is for good men to do nothing. Well, I think what we see more and more in the body of Christ is situational ethics. And so when this situation may knock on your door, who are you? And we have to decide that God's word settles things. You know, it's the, the girdle of truth. And on that Roman soldier, that girdle of truth, that belt of truth, it held the other weapons, it held the other things in place. And so as God's people, when we won't put on his truth and wear it, then it gets all of the other parts of us imbalanced. And God's word is truth. And let's address one of the hard things. It's right. Do we ever say that's easy for a woman? No. 
No, not at all. But does one act of violence make another act of violence okay? This life, this child, that woman may not parent that child. I understand the pain of that. But to give this child life, she can live with herself with so much more grace. And there's so many testimonies of women still raising a child from that circumstance that we just can't take off this belt of truth, which is God's word, and one day put it on and the next day say, you know what, it got hard today, so I don't want to wear that belt. Right. Psalms 127 in verse 3, it says that children are heritage from the Lord and offspring a reward from him. Going back to what you were saying earlier about the word being the final authority and us being settled on what the Bible says, I think one of the lies that I hear a lot in this debate or in this issue is that it's my body. That's what women like to say is, it's my body, it's my choice. But in 1 Corinthians chapter 7 and verse 19, it says, Don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourself. So as a Christian, as a daughter of the King, my body does not even belong to me. I belong to the Lord. So any life that is conceived in this body does not belong to me. It belongs to the Lord. That is a great point. It brings me to a point I'd like to share. I am post-abortive. I was one of those church kids that went to church, a true genuine conversion as a little eight-year-old, but I wasn't mentored, went into a high-risk group of divorce and, you know, parents just doing the best they could. I ended up pregnant, dating an older guy, which is many times what girls are doing, trying to find that father figure. You know, I wasn't one of those kids that was really into drinking or into drugs, but it was important who I dated, you know, having that football player or that right guy on my arm. And so I was dating an older guy and we did get pregnant. We were engaged to be married and we ended up in the abortion clinic. And so I'm not here talking about this in judgment. I understand this choice of abortion, but I do understand it's a poor choice. So a lot of times I've had people ask me, what would you do if you could go back? Where would you go if you could go back? And everybody thinks, well, you'd go back and not have that abortion. But no, I would go back and I would not have lost my virginity until I was married, because then I would have been with a man that loved me enough that we would not have looked at abortion as an option. But you see, I didn't know who I was. I didn't know I was the king's daughter. I didn't understand that this temple was meant for a husband, for one man. And until women understand the value the deposit that God put in us as his daughters, we're going to still keep making these really poor choices. But even after that choice, we don't have to complicate it with abortion. We can still, I see God through the years, just pour his love out on women that will turn their hearts back to God. I see him restore their lives. I see them go on and get an education. I see them marry. I see them prosper. And I just see them do well. But the word of God says, if you choose life, you'll choose blessing. And the problem is in choosing abortion, it is a curse. It brings barrenness to our souls. It ravages us of the plans that God really had for us as his daughters. When that choice has already been made, there is a wonderful scripture. The Lord says in Isaiah 49:15, Can a woman forget her nursing child and not have compassion on the son of her womb? Surely they may forget, yet I will not forget you. That's just a beautiful 
beautiful word from the Lord. You know, he's so gracious and compassionate and children are a gift from him. They belong to him. So when that choice has been made, it's not the unpardonable sin. But like you said, Tara, so much destruction comes to to the woman, to the family. Tara, do you have any closing thoughts or anything else that we need to impart? I'd like to encourage women that are listening that if you're struggling with a past abortion, the beauty of who God is and his love for us, this is not an unpardonable, unforgivable sin. There's so much guilt and shame that goes with sexual sin. I know that. I I know it's like a, a heavy mantle that just can weight a woman down. And so we just want people to understand today that there's forgiveness, there's healing, and there's hope. And so throughout the U.S., there are pregnancy care centers in every city almost. And if you're struggling, I would encourage you to find them in your local community. I'd like to encourage you to contact your local pregnancy care center. There are post-abortion Bible studies being done there, and there's one called Surrendering the Secret, which is just wonderful. I meet women that have carried this pain around for years, and they've never told anyone. These Bible studies are small. They're confidential. They're usually done in the pregnancy center, so you don't have to fear if you're in a church that somebody you know is going to see you and, and think about it. Please contact your local pregnancy center, see if these studies are offered. It can make a difference in the freedom that you can feel. The Bible says that a cord of two or three is not easily broken, and if one falls down by himself, it's going to be much more difficult than when you have two or three to hold you up. And so it is. It's a great opportunity for healing. Tara, would you mind closing us in prayer? Father, we just thank you that you are a good, good father that you love us, that your heart is for women. You created us, Lord. You didn't create us as this second-class citizen. You created us as your daughters. And I pray for those daughters today who really don't understand their place, who have not risen up and taken their place yet, God. I pray for freedom to come into their lives. I pray for a hunger for women, for your word, to know who you are. I pray, Lord, for broken women today, for healing to come in their lives, for the pain of secrets that have just been pushing them down and the lies that they've listened to. Lord, I just pray today that it would be the day of salvation for them, that scales would come off of eyes, that deaf ears would hear, and that the blind would see today, God. You came to set the captives free. So I lift these women up to you. I thank you, Lord, that you have a plan for them. It's to prosper them. It's not to harm them. It's to give them a hope and a future and a good end. We declare your goodness over women today, and we thank you that we can cry out, Abba, Father, and we pray these things in the name of Yeshua. Amen. Amen. Tara, if someone is interested in getting a hold of you for resources or just reaching out because they're in your area, how can they go about doing that? If they want to learn more about the Help Pregnancy Center, they can just go to our website, MonroeHelp.com. They can call our office, call 704-619-4921. Just leave me a message and I'll get back with you or you can email me at tquinn at MonroeHelp.com. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much. It's been quite a blessing. And if you've been listening and you'd like to hear this podcast again, or if you'd like to hear another one, you can find us at touroftruth.com. You can also find us on iTunes. We'll look forward to chatting with you again soon.